0: Com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever your time zone. Listen, don't in fact don't even fully wake up. I want you to like stay partially in dreamland. Cause today we're gonna talk about wake up dreaming. I know there's a deep frog in my throat, literally one eye open. I've been sitting here and I did a little bit of a scroll because I had a you know it's Thursday. I have a couple of deadlines before. I get to come on and wake us up and talk about how to get out of this bed. Um, Thursdays is my get it all day. It's like it's the last day, the burn days. I don't have any more minutes, any more time. Uh, It's time to do it. Yesterday, really good podcast. We talked about things that are uncertain and when we feel uncertain, how to stop. Because so many times we're on this merry-go-round, these roller coasters. We have all these ways of describing what life is instead of just saying, you know, just truly blessed and, and joyful. If we could just stay right there. And you know the one place we find that is in dreamland. So I wanted to talk about today, Wake Up Dreaming. And I am so happy because as I turn another page in this journal, it I, I, looks like I'm going to have to go out and get another journal because I'm about at the end of this thing. It's certainly not going to last us to the end of, to take us into 2020, you only have a few more pages. And that's such a great accomplishment because while I have always wanted to journal and in, in some aspect I did, I just did it publicly with my blog uh, with com, and now, you know, with how to get out of bed, it's like, okay, because you know, in, in every sector of our lives, there's always a part of, uh, we always in some, some place where we can't say this or we can't do that. Or you can't, you know, you just can't. You, the limits were so limit limited, but uh, in dreamland, we are dreaming. We always are thinking about man, if we could just expand the limits a little bit, and that's what it's about. Let me write that down. Um, let's talk about, because that's really what it is: limits and uh, expansion. You know, I can't type, I can't write it, but hey. So uh, sorry for the sniffles. That's it's just that day. I f- told you guys, I felt like I was fighting, um, fighting off some, some germs. And usually, what happens when I, when I go out networking? I'm looking around. I don't have any, I don't have any juice, um, and and Thursday because Thursday is so busy, and I got a, such an active timeline right now. It's probably probably not gonna be too long. We usually, I don't think we usually are, too long on Thursday. And then I'm looking around this thing. I don't know why this device dies out the way it does. So let me plug that up. If it comes on, then I'll be able to look in on some conversations. Let me tell you a little bit about where to listen. First of all, you know, if you don't know, my name is Yolanda uh, at Dryer Buzz, and I'm really excited about 2020 because I've been doing this for 20 years, and 17 of those years, at almost 18, getting ready, getting ready to be countdown to 18 years. Asdrybus.com. so I've seen some things cycle through come and go uh, there's some things happening in our world now that it's pretty much always been the case it's just now there's this ease of technology that's been applied to it like I mean like seriously uh, I'm part of a group and apparently you guys are figuring, learning about this group it's called Vanishing Black Atlanta um it's moderated by Dr. Skip there's a lot of skips you know and let me tell you something. Name give your child a nickname Skip, okay? Cause let me and I don't even know I I'm sure he's I'm sure that's not his real name. Because these skip guys they go on to get all these levels of education and they're so into um history and archiving, you know, and so and finding out the pathology of you know, you can't just put something in front of them, and I'm saying that because I'm saying Dr. Skip Gates, and then this Dr. Skip. Uh, here, that's now made his way back to Atlanta. He 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 had this uh, group, and then he ended up going. Um, and I don't know his whole I don't know his whole story, whole history. But I noticed that in his group, it transcends a couple of generations because both my dad and I are in it, and and its conversations is probably my dad and I are participating in conversation that we really haven't had with one another. But because we have both strong histories here in Atlanta, and particularly uh, Black Atlanta. Because we're black uh, and particularly black Atlanta, and so there's this conversation about things that are vanishing and because black people just did not do a very good job of holding on to things but and it's not even that it's understanding that some things are important to some generations and they're they're less important to others, but what made what you what you think of something you think when you think of something man less important to somebody else. Are you willing to see, well, what really is important to them? And oftentimes you, we just have so many perceptions, like we just don't get it, uh, all of it. And, I'm, and and that's not, it. I, I have to tell you, it's not a black thing. It's just, it's a human thing. And what I try to do with this, even though I could full on have the conversations just about us being black, because I know most of the people that listen are black. Most people that boycott the conversation are not black. But, so I don't feel like I have to, say, hey, this is a black thing. You know, you hear black woman talking, they go like, oh, that's a black woman talking. She's probably talking to black people, so let me go. And then there are those who, let's just listen, because you know, whatever's going on with them, we probably can use it as it too. All that stuff goes on. So I don't even bother with that. But when it comes to Um, Because the title of the script was Van, it's not Vanishing Atlanta, it's Vanishing Black Atlanta, when really, truly, all of Atlanta is somewhat vanishing. That everybody is, in essence, trying to hold on to their Atlanta. uh, Because, you know, gentrification, as you know, gentrification has all price levels, right? There are people at all price levels trying to hold on to because. what's the word what's the word priorities change priorities change communities change and wherever you are a stakeholder you're probably experiencing some of that change if you are in true in fact true factor stakeholder you know at every level I mean help the homeless are being worried about pushed out the middle class is being worried about pushed out the rich are worried about pushed out the wealthier are even worried about pushed out because they're realizing wait we're not a sanctuary when this is America is not as much of a sanctuary as we think we are, you know. We might have all this stuff, but somebody else is starting to own this country. So every level is experiencing this. And unfortunately, you know how they say, if one person gets a cold, the next gets pneumonia, the others just dead, right? So I'm looking at this, and at every level, what people are trying to hold on to now only came about because it was the, the desires of that of, of one particular, okay, I'm really gonna lose my voice here, of one particular generation, right? And it did not translate well to the next generation. And pretty much when something happens like that and it doesn't translate well, and if anything, doesn't translate well to the next generation. is simply because the true. Oh, here come that word we've been talking about all the time. The true value is what's not translating, and then uh, can't have value without the cost, right? So you you don't you didn't give that quite give that understanding. So if you feel like somebody is not truly valuing something, did you really explain what the value, do they even know what the value was? Because we got a generation that's trying to say to another generation that we must hold on to these things and they don't see the value in it because coming up through it, it was, it seemed to be something more important than them. And so therefore they, they have, they might have some dissension about it, or some regret about it, you know? Just like for me, it's like coming from my generation, you know, technology uh, was so important. But then going back to my community and saying how important technology was, I had to go back to a community and be called crazy. You know, it's like, wait a minute, what do you mean? And I'm like, y'all, this is something we should value. It's something that's going to become, you know, the new promised land. It's it's going to li- It's going to continue the liberation. And people are like, well, no, I don't think that's going to be it. And then now they look real stupid, but you know, and I hate to use that word, but it's like, it's like, okay, like say for instance, uh, just share the article, and if you follow me, you'll see it. Um, there was an article. That's coming out and it's, I like it because it moves us away from the, the gentrification conversation to it's talking about um, these people are renting rooms because, I mean, let's face it, you know, you want to live in a certain particular neighborhood, you can't afford the whole property anymore. You don't you want? Just a piece of you want the address. You want the lifestyle in the neighborhood. And, uh, and we've been talking about this in the kitchen, y'all. We've been talking about this in the kitchen because, remember, I was looking for a recipe, and I was like, man, the way the new people are writing this recipe, it just don't make sense. This, I want the old-school recipe. So I went to this bookstore, Douglasville Books here in my city, and I found this bookstore that had these um, the original versions of the books, and they had this cookbook, and I said, I need to compare because these cookbooks – they, these cookbooks getting too bougie, basically, you know everything is this that, and the other. I'm like, no, these are old school, like how did they really bring forth all of this flavor you know how did they really how did they really feed these families because I mean people are like trying to feed each other right and I'm like, and it's just not coming how did how did they how was there always some leftovers and this that and the other so I found this cookbook and it was about it was a cookbook um I didn't too much care for the front cover, but the back cover and the inside was like, cool, okay. It had all these black women in the kitchen. And so when I looked at the book and I was like, whoa, this is a boarding house cookbook. And in my, I remember early on, back in the day, boarding houses were everywhere because of the way industries were. You know, like say for instance, like right now, there are those of you have been telling me about this Winolo at Work Now Locally. And people are looking at it like, whoa, that's a good job, but it's miles and miles away, Right. And how many, I don't know how many people in what generation you are and listening, but it used to be a thing that you would go miles and miles away to work, make the money, come on back home. You know, it, we live in these cycles, right? And so I was in the group, Vanishing Black Atlanta, and they were talking the other day, you know, and I said, you know what, y'all? everybody was talking about how tired and how exhausted they was. And I said, you know what, I'm just inclined to let this happen. I this gentrification when Atlanta is a Phoenix, I mean she's supposed to burn down and rise up. Something, something is always supposed to come up out of something, rise up out of something. And we spend so much time trying to hold it and, and keep it stalemate in one place and believing that the one thing is it. And I'm like, and it's just not it. We need to learn how to value that. Some people, and I know it feels like people take away, but there are more people that add too. There are more people that are willing to add to what it is we are doing than we are and that's why I want to talk about wake up dreaming I want to talk about these limits when you and listen, listen you, we cannot get we can't do this unless we listen. So I saw the article and I was like, yeah, we've been talking about this about this room thing uh, Airbnb, right I don't I don't know who you are that you have not looked around and saw that we have been in the days. Of boarding houses, it's called Airbnb. People have been living the lifestyle of Airbnb ever since the app jumped out there. It started out just an app, and people. And see, the people had it, people had the mindset because the industry that was most afraid of Airbnb was the hotel industry because it literally was undercutting the hotel industry because people were were using it for leisure. But then people are like, wait, you can use it as a lifestyle? You mean you can, I can go and live anywhere for any amount of time? If I want to live a day here in this city or a month in that city, a week in that city, especially if I can work from anywhere, especially if, I, if I'm an entrepreneur or basically if, if you work from home. It doesn't say that your address has to be this, that, and the other. It just says your tech capabilities has to be this, that, and the other. And so there are people who for years, probably for the last five years, at least if not 10, have been living this lifestyle. And every time you see them, they're coming from a different direction, just really getting out there. And guess what? Expanding their limits. So. Now we're at a point, and I don't know about y'all, but this city in Atlanta, where I am, and if it's happening in Atlanta, it's probably already happened everywhere else because Atlanta is just that slow. Um, but look around, the extended stays to capacity, to the, almost the point the regular hotels are becoming to capacity simply because our middle class or, or people who want to perceive themselves a part of middle class. Um, are not able to hold on to that lifestyle because life has changed. And the reports have been out for decades about how you can break America's middle class up into four groups. And the lower fourth is really poverty. The lower, two, uh, the lower half, uh, two fourths, are actually poor. Even the, even the top two are not doing so well. So it's that lifestyle. Um, that's out there. And I don't know why I'm, I'm talking about this on how to get out of bed because these are the reasons that people can't get out of bed. Because they don't realize that the trauma that they're going through, the drama that they're experiencing, the problems that they have is really the norm. Because we are able to dress it up. We are able to make it look like a dream. And I'm not here to pop anybody's bubble, but I am here to save some souls from making some permanent decisions by thinking that they're the only ones because somebody else has figured out how to get a grip on what they're going through. Because somebody else is, is like, listen, I mean, I can guarantee you that what you are experiencing, there are others pretty much. In your, cause it, it doesn't even really happen to you unless it's happening in the vicinity of you. It, life, just, life is it's a cycle, it's viral, you know, somebody touched you and all they were going, it's coming, it's coming your way. The difference is, people who are prepared for these things to happen and know how to prepare, they're just not being heard. You don't spend your time listening to them. Because it's, it's it, what does it say? Misery loves company. Success don't mind being alone. Okay? People who are working out things, they don't mind being they don't mind being alone. But they still will try and yell from the rooftops, here's what here's how I here's how, here's how what I went through didn't kill me. Here's how I'm doing that, here's how I'm staying afloat. Here's how I'm keeping my head above the water. Here's why I'm not drowning. So the people sitting there watching to see if you drown rather than ask you how are you staying afloat? And I mean, literally, they're sitting there, they're scrolling your page each and every day, like, waiting for it, just so they can say, I knew it was gone. Keep on, keep watching. Keep watching. Because, and I'm telling you, they cannot wait for you to say, oh, yeah, I did that wrong. Uh, I messed that up. But what they don't understand is your recovery. You might have did it wrong. I probably did a couple things wrong this week. But my recovery is amazing because i remember i was i've been there before remember that meme i told you guys about wait a minute i didn't put my thing back remember that meme i told you about this is how to get out of bed i didn't forgot to put it back i was trying a new intro and got to get better at it um but remember that meme i told you about it said why bother you know with the bothering about the forgive and forget when you should remember and recover i remember at my lowest and that had to be that had to be a rock bottom day because I hadn't, hadn't been back there again. And I, re, and I was able to look up and remember, I was like, wait a minute, I felt like this before. And I was like, what? If I felt this love before, guess what? I obviously had to get up. What did I do? And I remember I waited. I waited. I just waited it out. It's going to pass. It's going to pass. It's going to pass. Okay, it's going to pass. And then it started, feel, that feeling started to subside because I can remember smiling, laughing, and all that kind of stuff, right? And it's like, girl, if you don't get up, okay? And it wouldn't even get out the bed. It was a get up off the floor moment, okay? Calvary is not coming. Oh, guess what? Yes, it is. Listen, they're knocking. <laughs> you can't hear them knocking because you feel like it's, you're just so low. I want to tell you how to wake up dreaming. I want to tell you how to wake up dreaming because when we experience these things in life, the first thing you can't do is you can't wait to go to sleep because on that, in that realm, things can be, beautiful wonderful feel good taste good look good all that kind of stuff i want to i want you to bring some of that with you don't don't that's why i said don't even fully wake up take your time waking up and i know Life makes us wake up, jump up. And you know, if you ever have those days your dream was like so good, and then you try to remember it? You know, I want it in my space. I want to be able to slowly come out of that. I want to be able to slowly transition from realm to realm so that I can remember some of that dream and start having some of that in my woke life, my awakened life, my the time that I have to spend on this side before I don't want to spend this. You know, we got to, you only get eight hours into that one. You got to do other, uh, what is that? 24, come on, minus 8, help me do the math. You only get three of those, like one fourth and three fourths over here, right? I'm trying to do fractions, y'all. I'm telling you. Okay. 24 hours you have. You don't, you want more than eight of them, is what I'm saying. You want more than eight of them to be better. You just want more than eight. Is it third? Eight and eight, sixteen, eight and twenty-four. Okay, so sixteen. You want you want more of that to be better, as good as the dream. And I come across people who who don't, and I'm like, I just posted a meme that said, um, "You're you're looking for like minds. I hope you follow the positive ones. I hope you follow the positive ones, because if you are experiencing limits at twenty incidents, and you don't try, at least attempt to expand those limits, then you are losing a battle that you can win. You are losing a battle that you can win because you can expand your limits. You got to know your value. I was on Twitter. I was scrolling Twitter. It's part of my uh, morning deadline looking for something. And I saw all this stuff, empowerment. I was like, why do we have to say, why do we have to continuously utter the word empowering women? Why do women need to be empowered, you know? Why do they, why do we have to, why does there have to be such a total energy? Um, because there's so much coming at women, but why, why is there so much? And I was like, and, and I, I, cause I don't have time. I don't have time. I just don't have time. I don't have time for it because I know the value. I know the cost and I'm all about listening. And, and one thing about listening is there's a solution. And, and I'm going to tell you, I get tired. I get tired, and one of the things in the group, and I find it interesting in that group when they were talking about vanishing Black Atlanta, that there was yesterday was a full-on discussion about being just being exhausted. People, um, there was another post about somebody saying somebody was done wrong, you know, another egregious act of somebody calling the cops on somebody just simply because they were trying to live, um, and people were again talking about exhausted, you know, so twice. Here was this exhausted narrative. Like, it's not, people are exhausted with the narrative. Because, you know, what? and I, I said, you know, the difference is, I started looking at the, I, on one of those, a, a person was talking about the exhaustion. I looked at the link that they shared with the story that they were talking about, and I was like, you know what? I stopped sharing those people. I don't, because I don't know where that that source came from. And it's tagged, it's, tag, it's, tag, it's it has Atlanta in the name but it, they keep sharing these stories and I'm, I'm almost thinking it's rushing back or whatever because it, it, it drains you. They keep sharing these headlines and these stories that are absolutely draining, but they, and then while they might be things that we should know about, they are never complete with solutions. They never, they're never, they never give you the fight back. And one of the things, one of the reasons we are where we are now with the understanding of our history because nobody ever told the side of the constant revolt team that went on the constant revolts that went on. And I remember as a young person growing up and having to learn about the history of America, I'm always asking, well, where's the revolt? I mean, clearly nobody just allowed this stuff to happen. There had to be all-out war and warring all the time. Now we're in a time with those stories. Yeah, it was warring all the time. There was always a way to overcome and, be, and become something bigger, better than what tries to keep you within your limits. There is always. Always an escape. We did that just one. I'm gonna go back two days ago. We did the podcast about the escape. And the first thing you gotta escape is how you think it, how you look at something and, and find it within it, your confidence. I have stopped saying comfort zone and I start saying my confidence zone because if I ever feel like I can't take another step, it has it ain't got nothing to do because I don't know, I don't know of a true total comfort place yet. But I do know that I can find enough confidence in order to be brave enough to keep moving until I find that place. And a lot of times it basically starts with the words that I use and how I say things. I remember a long time ago, my aunt and I were having a conversation and she said, and I kept saying something. She kept saying, wait, stop. Just give another story. Find another way to say that. Because every time you say that, it just drains you. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, and, and. Those thoughts that we have—that's why I said wake up dreaming. Because in that dreamland, you know, you you talk about yourself different. You talk about your environment different. You you experience something, and it's like every time, it's like it doesn't have to be a dream. It can be. It can become. And I don't even want to say your reality because that's so that's so skewed right now, you know. But I, it, it, it can become. I'm gonna write this right now. Become. It could become real. I don't even want to say real. It could become what you want. Life can be what you want. And I'm sorry if you think you are the only one. My leaf floor is coming and I've got a deadline looming uh, in a minute here. So we're going to make this one short. And I know you all like, ooh, a short one. Yes, a short one. Cause I don't have that. I don't have that much to say. But say, look, wake up dreaming. Wake up. Wake up dreaming. What if in the next five minutes you just stop and do something you've always dreamed about? I mean, just a step towards it. Take a step towards it. Like I need to take a step, a couple steps up, over the way, and get on that treadmill. And I was like, wait, you got some time today. You don't have to do this, that, the other. Um, I'm gonna go get on this treadmill, and do get a little bit of walking in. I also need to go to the store. Um, it's, it's about to be real busy. I need to check my calendar and things that I am beholden to. And I hope I haven't said anything, any other thing yesterday. Today, It's about to be the weekend. It's weekend eve, eve. eve. It's the eve of the eve of the weekend um, that we are recording this. And I hope you have something exciting. It's about to become exciting, y'all. I'm going to write that. But it, only if you wake up dreaming. Only if you wake up dreaming because too often we have to wake up exhausted. You, I don't even have to tell you. I, I know a lot of y'all just like sigh right there because you know that feeling, right? You know what it is to even get 8, 10, 12 hours of sleep and still wake up like just exhausted. You know that feeling because you took too much to bed with you. You're waking up into it. You know, it's, it, it's again, that might be your season, I can't tell you this is going to be different tomorrow. That might be your season because you have not quite dealt with what you need to deal with. You keep putting it aside and all those kinds of things. But if you wake up dreaming, you will be able to expand your limits, appreciate the value. Everything in your life doesn't have to vanish. You know, think about your value. And uh, you understand your value when you understand the cost. And can I tell you? A lot of stuff out here doesn't cost. When you look at the true cost of things, it doesn't cost as much as we think it costs. You know, think about, it's, again, based on your source of information. A lot of us have got some bad sources. Uh, and, 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 and I'm not saying bad meaning people who mean to do harm or just don't mean it's any good. They got bad information. Right? and if you got bad information your circle got bad information your family got bad information I don't know how you're gonna get out. I don't know I don't know how to tell you to get around it somebody's got to break the cycle of the bad information the majority of us just got bad information you know there's some good sources out there some good and and, and guess what it, it might take you becoming exhausted before you become excited before life becomes exciting again because you got to get tired you got get you got get so sick and tired of being sick and tired so it might take you becoming exhausted on the other side of that exhaustion is exciting just come on just keep going keep going keep going through it all right guys i'm gonna go i got a deadline i got a deadline all right bye